Ted, how often do we get to say this? Finally, some good news. Not often enough, my friend, but today's the flippin' day. <laughs> All right, a little bit of background. There are some people out there who are trying to ban books. Yeah. Uh, we know this. Yeah. People have tried to ban our book. It's not even out yet. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen the flyers. And look, generally speaking, Ted, I'm a bit of a free speech absolutist. I think I should be able to say whatever I want. Yes, me too. I should be able to say whatever I want to anyone. But, but there are, of course, some things that are just not safe to be in the public. No, and they should be stamped out and taken away and, and there should be a law against them. And of course, I'm talking about Hop on Pop. Yeah. One of the books this group of people is trying to get banned is Dr. Seussel's Hop on Pop. And can I just say, finally? Yeah, we've been trying for a long time. I had that flag made. It's a snake who looks like a dad and it says, don't hop on me. Fathers Against Dr. S. Net. Fathers Against Hopping. Dot URL. Seusstruth.com. I want to say to all of our haters, they said it couldn't be done. They said you're fools. They said you're POS. You stink. You smell. We hate you. Clowns are creepy. I'm divorcing you. Get out of that pond. I don't consider you my dad anymore. Get off the property. Don't drink that. Why do you look like that? Did you eat that? What's in your mouth right now? Don't cut your hair like that, even for a joke. Um, you're my mother. They say these things to us all, all the, the time, time. And we say, just you wait. Just you wait. And what do we know? The arc of history is long and it bends. And it bends. Uh, shout out Stefan. Shout out Stefan. And finally, finally, someone has taken up the cause. Finally, the government, after doing so much bad stuff, they have done one good thing. Does it redeem them? Definitely not. How many pops have been hopped on in the interim between this book being released and it finally being banned? How many pops have gone to the doc and they've said, what happened? And they said, I got popped on, hopped on. I got, I, I got my pop hopped. And the doctor says, no, not that, I'm, uh, that. And you say, oh, yeah, I wanted to see if it would charge me. Imagine if it was something like hug on pop. Hug the mug of this big lug. Well, look, I just want to say to whoever's out there, penguin, random man, I got a pitch for you. iPad dad. Mm-hmm. Here's a sample of the text. iPad dad. Sad, not mad, but glad. His wife said he's doing bad. She looks sad and mad. He, he's on his iPad. She thinks he's done nothing, but something was done. Oh yes, oh what fun. An iPad was bought. For her, let's share. She did not care. She did not care. So he used it instead. On his side of the bed, she slept on the couch. And then her cousin came about. Good, good tie-in. Who's this cousin? Dad said. Oh, haven't you heard of him? He's going to sleep in my bed. Because we're cousins. There's nothing weird. And forget what you heard. Forget what you hear. We're rehearsing for a play. The play is very graphic. Hip, hip, hooray. And finally, at last, comes the day when his wife and her cousin say, We couldn't have made it any more clear what we were doing while we were in here. Here in the room that used to be ours, where we now spend lots of hours with an H, with each other in an S-U-L way. Don't you get it, Tim? Time to go on your way. My cousin, he was not. And I wish that you got that through your head sooner and made, a, made an effort. And made a GD effort. 
Yeah, nice rhyme, Grace. Not. Yeah, not. But the dad wasn't sad. Why, he wasn't even mad. He was just still looking at his iPad, and he could barely hear as they began to clear the room, the broom. And then the vroom vroom of the moving truck as it swept away. With half the things. Goodbye, they did say. And as he hears the screen door closes, he Googles whether it will be a good year for the roses. It will not be. No, and also he hadn't watered them at all, so they Mm. didn't matter. Well, should we start the show? Yeah, let's start the show. Camera Tep Talk. It is your That's number right. one spot for Tep News information and gossip. And I am one of your hosts writing an angry letter to the Dr. S estate asking them to please send me back all those pictures I sent them for medical reasons. Tep Tim. And fretting and fritting my life away on the stage comes out in a tutu, metaphorical Tep Tutu. Shout out Fantasia. A petty player Tep Ted. Yes. And, you know, honestly, i got to say, just sorry to bring it back to this, but I did actually enjoy the play that Grace and Dennis did put on. Yeah. Even though it was a, technically a cover. Well, I yeah. liked it. I, look, we know this is dad's. There's a certain dignity in being lied to. Sure. People say, oh, your wife was lying to you, said that shit with this flimsy story about it being a cousin or a dance instructor. Isn't that insulting? I said, no. Far more insulting is when they just give up on hiding it and just say, I'm just, you know, my dance instructor. Then they're just doing it through the window in front of you. Yeah, right totally there. And they don't even, yeah. So when they were doing the play, I was like, you know what? I appreciate that. You're putting totally. in some effort. They put some effort into lying to you. That is still effort. Like you're saying, like, Tim, Tim, I respect you enough to come up with a backstory. And and to their credit, the fact that they went so far as to do the actual performance. I kind of liked it. It was pretty good. I mean, you know, Dennis wasn't entirely off book. Shout out, Dennis. Disappointment as always. Yeah, well, there's a there's a lot of back and forth in waiting for Dado. True. That's true. And a lot of repetition. Yeah. Oh, where's Dado? He's not here yet. I can't get my shoe off. And then, you know, she helped him get his shoe off for quite a while. And then, yeah. you know, well, she's sort yeah. of grabbing his leg for a while and then looking into each other's eyes. Yeah. I think they expected me to jump in there and say, okay, I get it. Come on, guys. But I didn't. I liked Sarah and Stefanas, the horseman and the rider. Well, yeah, I know you liked that part a lot. I liked that a lot. Yeah, I, I look, to be frank, Ted, I had my problems with the production, but they really were more to do with the play itself than their performance. I thought they did a good job, considering that they didn't mm. have that much time to rehearse and considering that the whole thing was a ruse. Yeah. But I, I think the play just has a number of issues. You know, if I could go to Dublin and find Charlie Buckets, I would just say... We got to get Dado in there sooner. Yeah, exactly. Otherwise, the whole play is just waiting. No one wants to see that. Just get him there at the start. Look, if we did it, different story. Oh, different story. We're waiting for Dado, and then he shows up, but he's on his iPad. And so the whole time... It's waiting for him to finish what he's doing on his iPad. Yeah, so on the whole time, Bobo and Gigi, they're just going, can we get his attention? Yes, we can. No, we can't. I want to leave. I don't want to leave. I'm stuck behind the toilet. My iPad won't charge. I'll charge my iPad. Here comes Marvin and his son-in-law, and Marvin's um, riding him like a horse. Good role for Harrison, actually, the horse, if we were to cast oh, it. Oh, that's true, actually. Or Randy. Or Randy. Well, if we could get Randy to be in it, then hello, Broadway, but that's not going to happen. He's no yeah, interest. He never wants to be in any of the plays we write for him. Randy, we're doing a production of Death of a Best Buy employee. We need you. Yeah, I don't know. No, leave me alone. How did you get in here? I locked the door. Like, yeah, after I was in the house, you locked the door. Here's one for you, Randy. It's you. You're there. And then there are these three 
tap entrepreneurs who at the start of the play are like, Randy, soon to be manager of the Best Buy. And he's like, I'm not manager of the Best Buy. You will be. And he's like, well, could this, could this truly be? And he, so he writes a letter to Mrs. Ramirez. And yeah. Mrs. Ramirez, she's like, you need to be manager of the Best Buy. He's like, I don't know if I could do it. I can't be manager of the Best Buy. Chris is manager of the Best Buy. In order to do it, I'd, I'd need to, you know. And Mrs. Ramirez would be like, just to file a complaint against him, say that he was doing SEO things with the iPads, and they'll, they'll transfer him to another store. And then I think the three old dads he met in the loading dock, they'd give him these very cryptic clues like, you'll be the manager here until the dumpster moves. And of course, in the end, the three dads actually just push the dumpsters through the wall because they're sick of being banned. The trees of the Best Buy parking lot will rise up against you. And that doesn't happen. But a lot of the dads in the parking lot do take branches off the trees and run at the Best Buy and try to break the glass with the branches. But they're little, they're like willowy branches, so they don't do anything. Time's just a petty employee stalking the Best Buy blue carpet fretting and swiping its life on an iPad until out, out, brief battery. Is this an iPhone, which I see before me, the charging port toward my hand? Come, let me swipe thee. I have not, and yet I see thee still. Art thou not, fatal iPad, sensible to touch as to face ID? Or art thou but an iPad of the mind, a false creation of Steve proceeding from the app-oppressed brain? Load, load, close and reopen. Tomorrow.com and tomorrow.com and tomorrow.com. Uh, yeah, shout out Randy, shout out the Thane of Best Buy. It doesn't end well. No, Randy, and just no. and let, that be, let that be a warning to you. And Mrs. Ramirez, shout out. I admire your ambition. I do. But I just think, yeah. oh, look, what can I say? Tep, Tep murders sleep. Tep definitely doth murder sleep. And this is Tep Talk. And you're welcome. And, and you're welcome. here it is. And we have got to get to the Tep because this week's topic is a M of L or D, matter of life or death. However, I do just quickly want to circle back to the hopping and popping situation. Just to reiterate that while this is a landmark move and a lot of dads are going to be feeling a lot safer, this is only the beginning because there are so many Dr. S books that are incredibly dangerous to fathers. Well, there's so many children's books in general that are detrimental to fathers. I mean, I think the most demonic of all children's books has to be Goodnight, M. Oh, yeah. Well, we talked about it. Terrifying. The Mush. The Mush. What is that Mush? The Mush is the dad. Uh, The Cat in the Hat. It is is the story of a demonic son character who appears when the mommy Mm. and her boyfriend have left the house. All the while, the cat, the son, destroys the house while the dad, the goldfish, just looks on I, impotent. He can't even scream because it's water. And and look, I got to give respect where respect is due. There is one Dr. Seuss book that actually does get dads right. And it is, of course, the Sneetches. Yeah. Not just yeah, in this. their appearances, but specifically the, the what it is to be a dad. Because what, I mean, like, look, the parable of the Sneetches, we got two Sneetches. They're exactly the same, except one happens to have a star on Thars. The same yeah. way that we've got two dads exactly the same, except one of them yeah. has a slightly trendier haircut and is therefore allowed in the Best Buy. And the other one, right. through absolutely no fault of its own, is stuck in the parking lot. Yeah, it's BS. And importantly, they all get scammed. Yes, which does bring us to today's topic. Yes, we've been teasing this for a very long time. We've gotten distracted. We've got, well, things have come up. Life uh, finds a way. I had my hands full being mother, but I do think, Ted, today I'm excited to finally offer the definitive 101 guide to how to not be scammed and how to scam, how to recognize scams and be a scam. And then we're going to do a little section that I like to call my favorite scammer. Oh, I know. I know who you're thinking of. Yeah. 
And we're going to get to that, but very, 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 <laughs> very quickly, Ted, from what I've gathered, there have been some rather large changes at the um, Father's Rock and Roll Fantasy Prison Camp under the new regime. Yeah. I saw the ad. Let me just answer it like this. Can you put some uh, jaunty but nautical music underneath what I'm about to say? Come on down to Captain Gareth's wet and wild aquarium. Yo ho ho! Featuring Barnacle Boy and his incredible dive. Featuring the caged and ferocious Janus of Iceland. And even a chance to feed the dolphin. And shout out Chris, um, he makes a very good dolphin. Yeah. He can put those fish away. Yeah. Holy cow. Yeah, did you you liked you liked my part, right? Yes. I'm a little barnacle boy. I'm a little barnacle boy. This weekend, come on down. Bring the whole family. Bring the kiddies. And for mommies and daddies who are looking for a little time on their own, come down to Barnacle Bay for happy hour cocktails and live performance. Yeah, so just just to be perfectly clear, Gareth has turned the father's rehabilitation camp into a water park. Yeah, somewhat of a water park slash aquarium slash, uh, I guess, themed Family restaurant themed show. Experience. Yeah, I thought you, I, I really actually thought your turn, the little bit I saw in the, in the commercial of you as Barnacle Boy, where Janus is chasing you with the, with the harpoon gun and you're going, shiver me timbers, shiver me timbers, oh Janus, oh, don't shoot me in the ass. You've got that little concertina. Yeah, I'm sort of the comic foil here, you know, I sort of wander around and they throw shrimp heads at me or I try to paddle me with a big oar and i say not too hard there captain gareth yeah and then i i juggle for a while i can imagine it i'd love to go whenever i get out of here if i ever get out of here maybe i could convince mr pendleton to take mother on a little road trip home to visit my old family i think mother would like that i know but i I do think it would be a little shocking for mr pendleton to be like this is uh my family slash i guess Corey's your brother since i'm your mother yeah there's a lot going on. There's there. a lot going on generally, and this is Tep Talk. Ted, I just want to say congratulations. I think that's really exciting. I mean, look, look, it just seems like you are more and more like living my power every day. Yeah, yeah. and also, Ted, I got to say, it's funny, like, if your dad ever knew that you were, like, actually kind of back in the ocean, you know, I mean, there's, it's, I guess there's like a fearful symmetry, is what I'm saying. Yeah. Shout out, John A. Shout out, Dad Shack. So do go down to Gareth's fancy, fun, naughty, nautical water park and family fun time slash adults only entertainment center. Before it gets shut down. Yes, it will. It will. Shout out to Mommy and Daddy Zendaya. Um, hope you guys get out. Of prison. Yes. If I had the bail, I'd pay for it. Um, but I don't. Obviously not. Because uh, Barnacle Boy doesn't. He only makes $9.00. Uh, 75 an hour. Well, that's fantastic, Ted. Glad to see you're doing well. Yeah, and and look, I really do hope you can wrangle a visit. I think Mr. Pendleton, he loves his mummy. So I think you have some leeway here to be like, take mummy on a trip. Well, I would. Look, we'd pack up the car right now if I weren't in the cellar. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So you're in the cellar right now. I'm in the cellar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a little, just a little cellar time. <laughs> you know, shout out. Hashtag cellar time. Can't touch this. Cellar time. Can't get out. Da-na-na-na. Da-na. 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 Doors, Doors locked. locked. How is it in there? 
It's damp. Look, Mr. Pendleton, we've said this before. He's a mommy's boy. He's a mommy's boy. And I'm mommy some of the time. And sometimes he knows that mother needs to go in the cellar. Yeah. So I am in the cellar. Shout out. Coming to you live from the cellar. It's Saturday night. (laughs) Featuring Horatio Sands, mother, and musical guest, Jewel. And they're not down here. Um, someone is down here. I don't know who. Shout out who's down here. Mm. But um, I'm in the cellar for now, which is nice. You know what? Cheapest vacation you can take. Right. Well, I mean, closing your eyes and being put in the cellar is sort of similar. But look, we got to get down to it because I only have so much time because um, my phone is running out of battery and there's no electricity down here. It's like a root cellar. It's just dirt, really. Mm. And so, Ted, we should get down to it. We have got to talk this week about... Finally. Drum roll, please. Scams. 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 For as long as there has been dads, there have been scams. Yeah. Two things run tandem, like gravity and uh, hope. Yes, exactly. Everything noble and beautiful and good in the world, dads, tap, Steve... MacBook, MacBook Pro, iPad, iPad, MacBook Pro, yeah, iTunes, uh, iTunes, GarageBand. There is an equal and opposing force. Corey, Bill, MSN Messenger. Ted, let's let's back it up a little bit. Let's start a little quick history of scams. Yeah, let's do it. Number one, Garden of E, Apple in the tree and the S. A bit of a phishing. We would nowadays call that phishing. Like, hey, click this link in your email and you're gonna see an SE photo. Eat this apple and you're gonna know the difference between good and evil. And they did, and... and Their credit score got completely goofed. Slash, they got kicked out of Eden and doomed mankind. I want to say Trojan H. Trojan H is the big one. Shout out Stefan. Totally. I've got a giant wood dance instructor we'd like to bring into your city. Oh, good. Sounds sounds great. I'm being a bit besieged right now, but no worries. Open Open the gates because... You know, my wife really wanted a giant wooden dance instructor to look at. Uh, what could go wrong? Next minute. In comes the dance instructor. Out pops Bronson. Yeah. I also think the uh, sinking of the Lusitania. The essing of F. Ferdinand. The teapot dome S. Scam. Oh, when Corey said, here, have one of these peanuts. It's just a can of peanuts. And I opened it up and uh, he whacked me on the back with the broom. I want to say Emmett's art school projects. Oh, yep, 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 yep. Married to son. Yes, and and that was a big scam because he got his teachers in on it too and they were all like, Ted, you know, Emmett has some real talent. So this is a really accomplished piece of work. He farted in a can and then made me buy it. And then filmed you. And then projected it and then wrote an essay and put it on the wall next to it. Called it a sculpture. Yeah, hey, Emmett, it's good that you're spending so much time with Bronson because maybe he can write you a recommendation for RISD. Yeah. I don't know why I said it that way. I mean, really, I think he could. Probably could. I mean, they they look after their own, I'm sure. We've said this before about Emmett. He's very talented. And that's another great example of a scam that life has played on you. Mm-hmm. I think that, Ted, there's a, you and I have sort of worked out an enlightened approach to scamming. Because there are some people out there who say, what are you doing? Don't give your bank account information away. Your family, that's your family's account. That's your shared retirement account. What are you doing? I say, yeah, okay, why don't I just not breathe? Why don't I just stop eating? Why don't I just die in the cellar? You cannot exist in this reality without existing alongside, next to, and within scams. 
You will never be rid of scams in the same way we will never be rid of sin. No. You know, you can't think, oh, why did this happen to me? Why why am I being scammed? Why is it that my insurance is suddenly needs a password reset? That is useless, worthless energy lost. Yeah. 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 One does not ask why does this happen to me? The simple fact of you being a dad is why. What one must ask yourself instead is what can i do with this we can learn to live in harmony and in balance with it we're talking about unification of the two sides not defeat of one side over the other we're looking at accepting scamsara yes the great wheel of scammery if you want to look at scamming a bit more philosophically you can sort of subscribe to uh i guess a worldview that we have come up with called the four noble scams first is there are scams you're gonna get scammed so it's about recognizing a scam and and sort of choosing your own adventure yeah what are you going to allow yourself to believe for even a fraction of a second that someone wants to give you money or that someone wants to love you neither is real but for that moment you can live in that moment for a second before you have to destroy your debit card. Point two is understanding the origin of the scam. The scam exists in our world because we exist in the world, because dads exist. We're being punished. We're being punished, yeah. Somewhere along the line, someone, not us, did something wrong and we're all being punished for it. Right. I mean, Steve and Bill were in the Garden of Palo Alto and Bill said, hey, let's eat this apple. And they did. And then G, who in this case is, I guess, Elon, said, well, now you've done it. You ate the apple and now you can tell that you're naked. And they and they were. And that's really something to think about. I mean, Steve sort of like took us in a big group out of Palo Alto and, and we walked across I-5 for 40 years. So that's where scams come from, is basically the psychic rupture caused by someone somewhere, probably Bill, doing something wrong, and we all have to suffer the consequences. Part three of this system is scams end. Eventually, your bank account runs out of money. Exactly. It's empty. Gareth took it out. At a certain point, if your identity has been, you know, the the crude term is stolen, but I prefer to say co-opted or borrowed. If your identity has been used by enough scammers, it becomes worthless. You've got nothing to worry about. What are they going to do with my social security number? I'm mother. Right. What we're saying is, at a certain point, if you are scammed hard enough. Hard enough. You can't be scammed anymore. Exactly. Mommies and sons are like, oh, don't, dad, don't. You're going to get scammed. Dad, you're going to lose all your money. You know, shout out Baby Bane. I was born giving away my my bank account information. I was talking to a man for four hours. He made me install an application on my computer so he could control my mouse. And by the time he accessed my bank account, there was nothing left. Yeah. All of which is to say you must become one with the scam. And here's the other part we haven't mentioned, Ted. What if they aren't scams? How will you know if you don't click on everything? Real life example. In the Mm. Best Buy. That big mean dad who used to be there, Charlie. Yeah. He said, hey, Tim, you like iPads so much. Why don't you come back here behind the dumpster? I'm going to show you the brand new iPad. It hasn't even come out yet. Hey, Tim. Yeah, exactly. Hey, Tim. Did I suspect that there was no iPad and that it was going to be a wedgie because of that? what always happened? Yes, Mm. I suspected that. I I accepted that. However, what if there had been a new iPad? Mm. At the end of the day... A wedgie can only ever do so much, especially when you don't, if you don't wear underwear 
It's not yeah. really much they can do. It's just pull your pants up, basically. But I'd rather risk getting my pants pulled up and see the iPad, if there is an iPad, than have, yeah, perfectly normally adjusted pants, but have missed out on the iPad. Right. And I got him back in the end anyway, so it all kind of worked out. Yeah. And, and he was never able to prove anything. Yeah. And he was never able to prove anything, and he'll always walk with a limp. So in the end, life scams everyone. You can wedgie my best friend. Sure. Go for it. Wedgie him. Wedgie him right now. I'm waiting. But the scam will be on you because I'll I'll hit your legs with a mallet. Uh, Ted, you know what? I'm a little bit afraid that we've been a little too abstract here. I mean, we've been talking about big principles, but I don't know that we've given people the very specific tools in order to sort of recognize a scam in the wild. Let's do a little let's do a little role play because I think it'll all become clear if you and I inhabit the different parties within a scam. Yes. And then they'll be able to hear in real time, you know, how a scam unfolds between two entities, two, I guess, two consciousnesses. Yeah. Yeah. Can I start? Yeah, you start. You okay. Start. <sighs> Hello, sir. Welcome to the Green Meadows Funeral Home. How can we help you today? <sighs> it's been a hard day, my friend. Oh. I lost uh, I lost someone very dear to me. I'm so sorry. This is no one's favorite day. Do you know if you're going to be burying or cremating? Do you have an in-between option or... Uh... We can cremate half of them, yes. Okay, I might lock that in. How much How much would that cost? Well, it depends on which half. Are we talking top, bottom, or left, or right? I'm talking top, bottom. Top, or, okay, well, all right, so that's, that is going to be pricier, but do you want the top or the bottom? That will make a considerable difference. Well, let's keep the bottom half. Uh, Just the see bottom. See the top. So cremate the bottom and keep the top. No, other way around. I want to keep the bottom. Okay, so we will have a, a top, an urn for just the top, and then you are going to want it, one of our half-scale coffins. Yeah, shorter, uh, shorter coffin with with two bumps at the top, you know, to to signify the A. See, it was my cousin. Oh my goodness! Do you happen to have a picture? Yeah, here he is. This oh. was one of the last photos ever taken of him. You see that jet ski? Oh wow! That actually brings me to my next question. Do you want any designs on the uh, urn or on the casket? Uh, perhaps a jet ski. Yes. Can we just get a little sign on it that says? It's all for you, Becky. Uh, absolutely, we could definitely do. We could engrave that. We could do that gold lettering or embossed. Or and I didn't even ask. Do you want a glass top? Will there be a viewing of the legs? Uh, I I want a little viewing port. Now, a lot of people do like to put words on the urn. People will put phrases or quotes like uh, "yippee" or "see ya" or something like that. Is there anything you'd like to put? Those two. Okay. I want those two those put together. Just... So just "yippee" and then "see ya." Okay, very tasteful. Um, now, I do have to ask, we can take a part of their body and make an imprint of it on a, a necklace or um, a piece of jewelry so that you can sort of, you know, carry their thumbprint with you wherever you go. I'll take the toe. Toe? You want the toe print? Or a whole toe? You want a whole toe? Yeah. We could bronze it for you. A little bronze toe, yeah. Okay. And then one last question, and I'm so sorry. I know this is such a hard day. Will this be a burial, or are you going to be strapping the coffin to a Falcon 9 rocket? Uh, we're going the Elon route for science. Okay. Oh, that's really lovely. So that's going to be $25,000, and I need your social security number. Okay. Here's my credit card. My name is Bronson. I'm from Rhode Island. Oh, wow. RISD. Yeah. Yeah. Wait a, wait a minute. I know you. Oh. Sad dad gets trapped in doggy door and watches. 
Oh no, you must be thinking of someone that's, else. I no, get confused for that all the you. time. That's no. you. That's I. I. I knew I knew you from somewhere. <sighs> okay, you found me out. Yes, but I'm not the sad dad who was trapped. No, no, I know you're. You're one of the. You're one of the sailor boys. That's right. Oh my god, I am one of the sailor I boys. I am yeah. such a fan. Holy cow! Can I let you in on a little secret? Sure. Yeah. We don't. We just put sand in the urns. Ah. And that's the scam. Yeah. Funeral homes are a racket. They just put sand in the urns, and you never know whose legs you're looking at. I think we've done really good work here, but just before we go, let's just list our Hall of Remembrance, some of our favorite scammers. I want to give a big shout-out to Hot and Wanting Love in Cincinnati. You got me. Shout-out to Hokage's Rack 27. Yes. You got me real good. I mean, I paid a lot of money for those PDFs. Shout out Peter, uh, who called with the Mercedes that he was uh, on his way to delivering to me. I, uh, you know what? I just wanted to believe it. If it meant closing another bank account, fine. It was fun to think, wow, a Mercedes is being driven through my state right now to me because I won it. Incredible. It was, it was, what a thrill. That was a good Thank feeling. Thank you, Peter. Yeah. Shout out Jason at SpaceX Investment. Ooh, that was a good one. You know, for I think for a good 20 minutes, I thought I'd just gotten in on the absolute ground level as a two-thirds shareholder on the whole thing. And that that was a good feeling. Well, and that's exactly it, Ted. It's all about this, what we're talking about. The thrill of it. Yes, life is scam. Life is a scam. We didn't ask for this. The thrill is in between. For those brief moments, you can live a whole lifetime in a scam before you have to realize, you know, oops. Look, if you want the ultimate rush, you got to be willing to pay the ultimate pay. Exactly. I had a wonderful talk with Arabella for about four hours. Oh, wow. We did some logging in on my computer and I guess a few password changes. You know, she just needed to have them happen. Uh, at this point, I didn't know it was a scam. I thought I was um, just making sure my insurance right. information yeah, had changed sure. over to their new system. Don't beat yourself up. Well, in the end, I did realize it was a scam. Well, and there's a beautiful moment that comes when you know it's a scam, but they don't know that you know it's a scam, and that's a space where you can have a really lovely conversation. Here's the thing. They have to listen to you. They can say, oh, can you just give us your password? And you can say, yeah, let me remember. But, oh, by the way, did I tell you, last night yeah. I had this dream that there were these two angry birds buzzing, buzzing around me, but they were muscular and they, they ended up holding me, like hugging, hugging, hugging so tight to me. And I looked at them and they looked at me and then there was this sort of thing that passed between all of us and, and then we were doing it, you know what I mean? But it was fine. Yeah. And then, you know, Arabella's like, that's really, because she has to say this because she wants my yeah, password. Yeah, she wants the password. That's really yep. interesting, Ted Steiner. Have you found the password yet? And I say, oh, yeah, I'm just rummaging through these papers. No, it's in the freezer. Funny, I just found a paper underneath these pictures. Mind if I send you one? And she says, well, I really don't know that that's necessary. And I say, well, I don't know where the password is. Um... Maybe I won't be able to find it. And then she says, of, of course, send me the pictures. Yeah, and at a certain point, you obviously do have to send the password along because otherwise they'll get angry Eventually. and hang up. But then you have a little more buffer time while they're accessing the account and draining it. Right, and all the time, Arabella's saying, wow, this picture of Siri is really good. You are such a good draftsman. You must have very strong hands. And I say, thank you, Arabella. I am. Here's another one. Yeah. She says, no, 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 I don't need to see anymore. And I say, well, 
I think I've forgotten the last two digits of my password. Give me a second here, just while I'm remembering. Yeah, shout out Arabella. One that I love is chat rooms. Yeah. Sometimes I'll go and just sort of cruise around and, and you know, you meet someone. And after a while, you realize they're not interested in you in that way. But not for a while. But not for a while. You know, for a while, you you can allow yourself to believe it. And then even after... You do figure out that they are they don't really want to meet up with you. They mostly just want your bank information. Yeah. Because it's a chat room and the name says Stephanie L. You can believe anything for as long as you let yourself believe it. And that's a bit of a life hack. Yeah. Just because you realize that Stephanie L. doesn't really want to meet up with you and doesn't really think you're that cool and probably isn't actually named Stephanie. None of that matters as long as you choose to believe otherwise. No, we create our reality in our mind. Shout out the Matrix. Right. And I mean, you know, you always see online people saying, do you want to meet uh, hot single moms in my area? Uh, Joke's on you. I am a hot single mom in my area. I'm mother. Well, Chad, I think that's it for this week's show. What a great show. What a great show. we really outdid ourselves again. I really feel like, you know, sometimes we have shows that are fun, and sometimes we have shows that are a little more like nuts and bolts, just getting down to the BT, the brass tacks. Yeah, just just pure data, pure info. Well, I've got to go because uh, it is getting to be nighttime, and the cellar does have one window, but at night it gets quite dark, and, um, you know, I just have to remain quite still. I just have to remain quite still. Yeah, we got the evening crew coming in, so I got to get my makeup on and uh, my little striped shirt. Pad my A. Yeah, shout out Cousin Josh. But, you know, I am actually optimistic. I don't think I'll be in the cellar for too much longer because it is movie night tonight with Mr. Pendleton, and he never misses a movie night with Mother. What's he going to watch? Well, it's my turn to choose, and I know what I'm going to choose. I'm going to choose My Fair Daddy. Oh, great movie. Just you wait, Randy Ramirez. Just you wait. Get me to the Best Buy in the morning. Bleep, bleep, the doors are going to chime. You aren't allowed here. What are you doing here? So kick me out of the Best Buy on time. I'm getting divorced in the morning. Scritch, scratch, the paper's gonna sign. Boyfriends, come and kick me. I know that you won't miss me. So put me in the Prius in time. A wife is always asking what you're thinking. A dad never looks up from his iPad. Why can't a wife be like a dad? The pain in my brain is caused because a strain of my eyes. Repeat after me. The dad's iPad makes him feel glad. The dad's iPad makes him feel glad. No, you wretched son. The dad's iPad makes you feel glad. The dad's iPad. <laughs>